Yeah, all I know is the bad blood that was between them whenever Chris left. I mean, I do know there was bad blood from that between Chris, James, and Ivan. So I know there was some type of bad blood, but I don't know the extent of it. When this thing goes to court and trial, I have one shot and one opportunity to be not guilty, or I go to prison in death row. Mm-hmm. That's, that's the reality of it. We have busted alibis. We have caught people in lies. This is just insane because everybody's pointing the finger at somebody else. You just don't hear every day walking in somebody's house, they're going to take the plastic out and pop somebody. So he could get the execution date pretty much any day? Yeah. There's no impediment. This is Cousins by Blood. Episode 20, Bad Blood. The size 3432 Arizona brand jeans that were found in Ivan and Amy's apartment kitchen trash can is one of the most intriguing elements of this case. The size doesn't make sense. The fact that there was little to no DNA on the sample taken from the waistband doesn't make sense. The placement of the jeans on top of the trash without a lid doesn't make sense. The fact that Sylvia Neischenberg didn't see the jeans in the trash can during the wellness check doesn't make sense. All of those elements don't make sense if Ivan was wearing the jeans and put them in the trash can on November 4th, shortly after midnight, as Amy Betcher said he did. However, those data points do seem to fit the theory that these jeans were planted sometime after the wellness check on November 4th and before they were found on November 6th. So... While there are a lot of questions about how these genes wound up where they did, one thing we do know is where they came from. When I first started on this case back in 2019, one of the first things I looked into was the origin of the genes. Because in one of Ivan's first letters he wrote me, he said he remembered that Amy Head, the then girlfriend and the now wife of Chris Head, worked at a gene manufacturer in Dallas. And you'll remember Chris Head's name came up in the very first episode when Sylvia said this. I got out of the car and I was walking towards the front door and a policeman stopped me. He says, I'm sorry, you can't come in right now. And he says, the couple in there is dead. I I looked in the middle of the street and there's Chris Head. And I thought, what is he doing here? And how does he know about this? And I blinked, and as soon as I opened my eyes again, he was gone. I mean, like a flash. And so who else in that crowd that you recognized? No one. Just just his immediate neighbors. Just the immediate neighbors and Chris Mm -hmm. Mm Head. Now, the interesting thing about Chris Head is that he and Amy Head came up in the police file. But this would have been in the two- to three-inch stack of evidence that Ivan's lawyers only received mid-trial. In this report, in the police file, it uses her maiden name, but we'll continue to call her Amy Head for clarity. Quote, 
Amy had stated that she is a good friend of the deceased Amy Kitchen. Her common-law husband is Chris Head. She stated that Chris is very close with James Mosqueda and has direct knowledge of Mosqueda's drug-dealing business. She stated that she had been over to the victim's house and has seen drugs at that location. Miss Head was very distraught that her friends had been murdered and wanted to help the police however she could. She stated that the last time she saw her friend, Amy Kitchen, was about one month ago when they met their hairdresser, Tracy Moore, at Studio 33, 6959 Arapahoe. She further stated that some mutual friends that may be able to help are Ray Sanchez, who is not believed to be involved in the drug business, but did work with James at the mortgage company, and Ivan Cantu, a cousin of James Mosqueda, worked at the mortgage company and was involved with James in his drug business. Miss Head was suspicious of Ivan, believing that he could be the one that shot the complainants. She stated that they recently have had disagreements that could have something to do with the murders. And this is what Chris Head stated to the police when he was interviewed. Chris stated that he's a very close friend of the deceased, James Mosqueda. The two of them grew up together in Mesquite. James first started selling drugs when they were in high school and has been very successful in the drug business. He stated that in one time of his life, James sold marijuana to him, but mostly he sold only large quantities to people he knew and trusted. He has known James to buy between 50 and 200 pounds of marijuana. He also sold cocaine. He has also seen James with large sums of money, sometimes up to $20,000 in his house. Chris last saw James about two weeks ago when they were playing golf. He stated that he used to work for James at the mortgage company but left about two months ago because of a disagreement about the drugs. He stated that James often sold drugs while he was working. Chris was very suspicious of James' cousin, Ivan Cantu. Ivan worked at the mortgage company and was involved with James in his drug business. He stated that Ivan and James recently have had disagreements that could have something to do with the murders. He also stated that Ivan might have owed other people money and that he may have robbed James to pay off someone else. Both Chris and Amy Head's interview took place on November 7th. Ivan was arrested on November 8th. So even before his arrest, Chris and Amy Head were pointing the finger at Ivan. It's also important to note that Chris and Amy Head both stated that Ivan was involved in James' drug business, which... I've never found any evidence of, or anyone else saying that. Ivan has always been adamant. He was not a drug dealer. He was only a drug user. So do Chris and Amy Head have any additional information on that? We shall see. Yet another statement in the police file comes from an anonymous source. On November 6th, one day before Chris and Amy Head's interviews, a Sergeant Kirkpatrick received a call at 9.30 a.m., in the report he typed up, it states, I received a call from an anonymous caller. She stated that she fears for her own safety. 
and spoke only on the condition that she remains anonymous. The caller stated, the victim James Mosqueda was a drug dealer who supplied drugs to Chris Head. Chris Head is an employee of James at the Mortgage Company. They had a recent, quote, huge falling out, unquote. Amy Head is a current girlfriend of Chris Head and the best friend of the victim, Amy Kitchen. She works at Alf's Manufacturing. Amy Head has not been seen or heard from since the murders. Caller believes that Amy may be in danger, but if not, she should have more information on the victims. So we don't know who that caller was, but it was a female that must have been close to the inner circle because she knew about the huge falling out between Chris and James. And she knew where Amy had worked, at Alf's Manufacturing. And Ivan knew that as well. Now getting back to the genes, Ivan said he remembered Amy Head bringing over some of these sample or prototype genes to James' mortgage office one time when he was working there. He said Anthony Fonseca was working there at that time too. And he thought that Anthony and another co-worker, who you just heard about, Ray Sanchez, might have also gotten some genes from her. Ivan said the jeans were too big for him, so he didn't take any, but he remembered them being Arizona brand. So, Ivan told me, once he heard that the Arizona brand jeans were found in the trash can, he figured somehow those were Amy Head's prototype jeans, but it was never confirmed. So I emailed a picture of the jeans tag with a lot number over to the facility manager at Alf's Manufacturing, and he confirmed they were the manufacturer of this pair of jeans, and they were part of a production check run done in October of 1999, which would have been one year prior to the murders. I got the facility manager on the phone to see what else he could tell me. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. You said, oh, let's see, that it was done in October 99. The production check runs are small cuts. What, what exactly does that mean And, and uh, when you said they could be sold a second? Stuff that uh, is not going to be first quality or is not going to be shipped to the customer, typically we sell to uh, seconds, retailers, uh, different mom-and-pop shops and things like that that get, get garments that aren't first quality but are still good jeans. Gotcha. So these, they wouldn't have been shipped to, say, uh, a JCPenney or something? To, no, they would not have been shipped to JCPenney because that's not what, that was not what their intended purpose is. So these would have been either what I would call like a sample or a, a prototype gene. Sure, sure. 
And now these were found in Dallas. So really the, the only people that would have had access to these genes, that since you couldn't just buy them at stores, would have probably been someone who worked, if they were found in Dallas, would have worked at the, I guess, the sales office in Dallas. Correct, or somebody knew them or whatever. Matt? Uh, yes, Matt. My name is Amy, and I'm returning your phone call. You called me yesterday. I am working on um, the case with James Mosqueda and Amy Kitchen. Um, oh, wow. Were you? Yeah, your name came up in the in the case file. I'm just still yeah. going back and, and looking over it. And I just wanted to, I guess, find out from you, uh, yeah. were you ever interviewed? Um, by the police department? Yes, ma'am. Okay. Um, no, um, I wasn't personally, I mean, I know that we, my husband and I, Christopher, Christopher Head was James Mosqueda's childhood friend. Um, so I know that we were on standby. Um, nobody, I mean, you know, we, they spoke to us, but it was really more Chris, um, I'm guessing is this regarding to Ivan? Yes, ma'am. Yeah. Okay. There's been some um, some tests that that have come back, DNA and things like that. And so I don't know if if you've kept up with the case, but he's been on death yeah. row for about 20 years. And yeah, so so you were never <laughs> testified, I guess, at trial, correct? Uh, no, we were we were told to hang tight. I mean, we did get the information, but um, I guess you know. They already had enough evidence by the time they got to us from previous parties involved before us. Um, so, no. But I can honestly say, I mean, I guess, yeah, no, we weren't ever called in to testify against him, I guess, basically, bottom line. Did you have any um, information uh, at that time that you felt either uh, could have helped the investigation, could have, um, you know, I- any information at all about since you were friends with Amy and, and uh, your husband, I guess, uh, Chris was friends with, with James. Um, not, nothing that would probably help Ivan, no. Um, to be honest with you, no. No, sir. I mean, I'd or, not or really anything that, that, what, what about uh, any information about Ivan and about uh, any, any information at all in the murders? I mean, everything is kind of here. I mean, you know, it's one of those things is, um, yeah. I Hearsay. Mean, right. Um, but I, I would like to hear he everything. Drugs, he was going down a downhill spiral. Um, uh-huh. You know, James had the mortgage business and they kind of cut ties. Um, I know Ivan tried to reach out to Chris and I several times proclaiming his innocence, but I just, I, oh, he did. you know, okay. yeah. Um, but unfortunately, you know, due to all the evidence that we know personally, you know, it didn't, we never responded. Um, so mm-hmm. I'm not going to tell you anything different, but no, I mean, honestly, no, I just know that Ivan was in a really bad time in his life at that time. His life was kind of, you know, he used to be 
very successful businessman. And unfortunately, you know, drugs got involved and he kind of went downhill spiral. And he was just, that's all I can really tell you, honestly. Now, of course, I can give you my husband's number. He might have some more information um, on that end because him and James were really, really close. Uh, but yeah, honestly, nothing that that's not already known, no extra information um, other than knowing that he's trying to get off the death row to get out of it. So other than that, no, sir, unfortunately, I'm not going to be too much help kind of, you know, it was a very surreal moment. Um, so yes, um, I do know that James mom called us and we were there at the house the night of the murders happened or when they found him. So that must have been when Sylvia saw Chris Head standing in the small crowd of people outside of James and Amy Kitchen's house. Now, prior to their, uh, the murders, <laughs> did you know anything about James' drug business? Uh, yes, we did. Yes. <clears throat> and what, what did you know about that? Uh, well, that I guess he... I guess it was marijuana. I think it was. Um, we did know he did something on the side. Is he really trying? Whatever. Yeah, I do know that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I know that 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 did come up at at trial as well. Um, yeah. And so it was known um, within, I guess, James and and Amy's friends that uh, oh, yeah. that James oh, was well, was dealing. Yes, that is very yes. No, there's no demand denying that. Yes, marijuana is the furthest extent that I know of. Yes. And um, now, did Chris also work at his mortgage company? Uh, very briefly. Um, unfortunately, when <laughs> yes, very briefly, whenever Ivan came in, he was unfortunately a. Uh, I will let Chris tell that side. Uh, but yes, Chris left because of Ivan. Oh, Chris left because of Ivan. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That is very interesting that Amy says Chris left James' mortgage business because of Ivan. In the case file is a statement from Ray Sanchez, who also worked at the mortgage company and knew about the falling out. Ray told the police in his statement, quote, He and Chris Head had been in an argument at their office. Head accused Mosqueda of dealing narcotics, but Mosqueda denied it. Sanchez continued by asking Mosqueda if he was dealing drugs, but he continued to deny it. Unquote. And you'll remember, even Chris Head told the police the disagreement was over, quote, the drugs. So was this falling out really over Ivan? Or was it due to James' drug business? or perhaps a combination of both. As of now, I don't know. Um, well, I know Chris and I, uh, Chris and James got into a fight because as I discussed, they Chris left the mortgage business because of Ivan and told James that he's basically a cancer um, and he no longer wanted to work with them. So I want to say right before their murder, we did not talk to, because they left on bad terms. Chris left on, you know, they were starting to become friends again at the end. But want to say at least 30 days. Um, hadn't talked to much Amy and or James. I know Chris and James were kind of talking a little bit. But, yeah, I mean, I unfortunately, I didn't get to see Amy, you know, any weeks before the murder, unfortunately. so. And 
Now, do you know, had Ivan ever threatened James or Amy, or did did you ever hear anything that there was uh, bad blood like that? Um, the, uh, let me go back into my, let me see. Yeah, take your time. I know there was bad blood because I know James let Ivan go after him and Chris. So I do know there was some type of bad blood now on what I'm not sure. Let's see. Yeah, all I know is the bad blood that was between them whenever Chris left. I know there was a huge, you know, but like I said, I, you know, we have, you know, we moved on and everything. I don't, I'm not, I don't know. I mean, I do know there was bad blood from that between Chris, James, and Ivan, but I don't know the extent of you know, I'm not James and I can't speak for Ivan either. So, um, I don't know the extent of that because we completely exit ourselves out of the way because of the road Ivan was going down. Chris did not agree with, so I know there was some type of bad blood, but I don't know the extent of it. Now, back then, where were you working? Uh, I think it came up, uh, it was probably Alf Manufacturing. Right. Now, did you ever um, bring around uh, jeans? Uh, I, I don't know if it was obvious. Someone was saying that you might have um, uh, brought around, because of the manufacturing place, you had jeans or that you brought jeans into the office, James's office one time or multiple times. I don't know. <laughs> uh, no. Does that sound familiar yes, at all? Yeah, he's so fucked up. I believe she was talking about Ivan there, kind of under her breath, which is understandable. She is under the assumption that Ivan killed his cousin and her good friend, Amy Kitchen, and took the ring off her dead finger. And now I'm asking her about jeans from 20 years ago. Uh, Yeah, I did work for a manufacturer jean company. Yes, and I had samples, but I've never taken any jeans to James Mosqueda's house. Ever, not, not to the house, not to the house or the office or I mean, would you occasionally uh, hook the guys up with jeans? I guess since you're working at the. Uh, I'm. I, I. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. If they were sample, because they're standard size. So yeah. I mean, I would probably say I probably did that because I did give a lot of homeless shelters jeans. So I would probably think that I would hook up my friends as well. Um. So yeah. I mean, I would say that. I probably gave a couple of pairs out, but I can guarantee I never gave James and Squeda, Amy, and or Ivan any. So you never gave Ivan any jeans? No, he he was financially stable, and he, you know, he made his own money. I No, I do not recall. I'm going to say I do not recall ever giving him any jeans. So how did these jeans wind up in that trash can? Do you remember giving any of, I guess, the the guys in that in their circle jeans? Oh no, absolutely not. No, no, I know that for a fact. No. Hmm. Okay. Um. 
they because didn't need the it. They could afford their own jeans. <laughs> oh, okay. So yeah, um, I was confused. Like they would buy their own jeans. It wasn't like you were, you know, because I've had friends in the t-shirt business and then, you know, it's just like, Hey, check out these free t-shirts and you just kind of hand them out to your friends, but you weren't doing that. Uh, you, you, you don't remember ever giving your friends any jeans. Um, I mean, I'm sure, like I said, if they're to see when you work in a business like that, it's automatically 32s, 32s. So I would clean out this sample closet and bring home jeans. But yeah, you had to be a certain size. So that unfortunately, that certain size doesn't qualify for a lot of people. But I mean, yes, did I ever give my friends jeans? I can 100% tell you, yes, I did. Now, mm -hmm. who I gave jeans to? can't really recall but I can honestly admit 100% it wasn't Anthony Fonseca it wasn't anybody in that circle that I would recall because you're talking about Arizona jeans which is the JC Penney's brand and I can tell you that select group of people wouldn't be caught dead in these jeans I mean you know so I mean Tommy Hilfiger possibly maybe yeah but um, I'm not, I don't recall. So Arizona brand jeans, um, they weren't what James, uh, your husband and, and Ivan and the guys were wearing back then. No, 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 no. <laughs> and that's just because they weren't, the, they weren't the style back then, Arizona exactly, brand. Exactly, exactly. And not only that, they wouldn't be caught dead. They, they were always dressed to impress. You know, I mean, all that whole entire group. Interesting. And would your, so your husband or your boyfriend yes. back then would never wear Arizona jeans? Uh, never has worn a pair of Arizona jeans in his life, no. And so you're, you're probably fairly familiar with, um, most women aren't, but um, because you've worked in the jean business, you're fairly, fairly familiar with jean sizes? Yes. Were there certain um, sizes that were only made into samples? Well, no. See, what you do when you work in the manufacturer business is what you do is you make a standard size jeans, and then you got to sell these jeans to the customers, such as JCPenney's and so on and so forth. So you make the sample size, which is 3232. 32, okay. You take those 32s, 32s, and you have a show, and you show them this is what Europe is coming out with because we would travel. This is what they're coming out with. What do you think? Do you want to buy a bulk of these? And that's how they bought bulks of a style jean. I see. So in the in the bulk batch that you were dealing with, it was always 32, 32 or? Uh, it could have fluctuated from 32 to 34. But yeah, generally 32, 32s was about 95% of the sample. Okay. Um, and I asked this, and I, has anyone ever brought up uh jeans and you working at that manufacturing before during this case i have never heard anybody ask me about my job at alpha manufacturing no because yeah there was part of the investigative notes it came up that you were working there at the this time oh and before i get to this now since you do know men's size jeans what size jeans would you say that ivan wore back then uh, or, he's, um, he's little. I mean, I was bigger than him. Let me see. I would probably say anywhere from a 30, 32, or he probably could fit in a 32, 32. I'm not 100%, but I mean, he was very little, 
he was a little guy, thin and short. Yes. Okay. I, I'm 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 five seven and buck thirty, and I weighed more than him. So, um, yeah, uh, I you, would say you, he was. You felt like you him. you weighed more more than him back then. Yes, yes, I, but I've been I was taller than him, but he's always been very slender, Ivan. Yeah, I would say anywhere from a twenty-eight to a thirty-two, he would be. Waist. Waist, yes. What what size uh, inseam? I mean, it's very hard to find a thirty, so I would probably say anywhere from a thirty to a thirty-two. <clears throat> okay. Well, and do you know what size jeans your husband is, or was that? Uh, yeah, thirty-eight, thirty-six. 38 there so he's a bigger guy um because and i asked this because there were jeans found in the trash can in ivan's apartment and those jeans um were uh size 34 32 ivan has said and other people have told me that they kind of guessed around you that he was a, about a 30 30 okay um so does that, that sound about right? right? That sounds about right. I, would say I, I mean, I, like I said, he was a little guy. I mean, I can't really know. But I, like I said, between 28 and 32, I would be safe for wayside. Ivan says that those weren't his jeans because he couldn't wear a 34-32. Um, and uh, there was no belt found in, in the trash can. Um, and those jeans um, actually came from AALF's manufacturing because they were prototype jeans and they were Arizona brand. Okay. Hmm. I'm just wondering from what you've said, you know, they probably wouldn't have been Ivan size and multiple people have said that. And you also said that Ivan wouldn't have probably worn Arizona brand jeans. Probably not. I don't know. I don't know what Ivan's thought process is to still. So I don't. I. I'm not. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. And it's funny that you bring that up because no one's ever talked to me besides you. Twenty years later, so it sounds like we're grasping it's a little bit. Grasping. Oh yeah. Yeah. Definitely. I can understand how this may feel like grasping to Amy, as this is the first time she's been asked about this gene connection. But for me, this seems like a crucial detail, and one that shouldn't have taken 20 years to come up. I'm trying to figure out if those could have only come from that That's manufacturing only place. From, right, which is, yes, 100%, I work there. And you don't remember giving those out to, you don't ever remember giving them out to Ivan? I don't remember ever giving them out to Ivan. However, 20 years have passed. So, I mean, I know that, I know he came to my house, unfortunately, because I know that we moved, you know. Um, so, I mean, no, um, I don't recall, but I do recall helping him out when he was down on his luck. I do recall that, but I don't know really what was given. But, um, I mean, 100%, I'm the only one that worked at Alpha Manufacturing. There is no denial to that. Sure. So, you um, did you give him uh, items when he was down on his luck or anything? Like a 
Uh, he stayed with us. I'm sure my husband, you know, I'm sure because, you know, now what he gave to him when I was at work, I don't know. But I mean, I know that he came over and we tried to help him at one time. This was before he went back to the mortgage company. This is before then. Um, it was whenever he lost his wife and his house in, was it McKinney or Frisco? I don't know. He had just lost his house and got a divorce um, or was mm-hmm. going through a divorce. So whatever timeline that is, I don't really know. I wasn't um, expecting a call on a murder for 20 years ago today. <laughs> <laughs> I, know, I, know, I know. I'm sorry to bother you too. Um, but oh, I'll no, just, you're I not. Have to go back. Okay. I just have to go back through everything. I know. I'm just understand. trying to get out of it because he's been trying to reach out to us. I know he's, I know he's yep. grasping at straws, so it's okay. Is there any other information, good, good, bad, or ugly, about um, Ivan or the murders or anything that um, even that you heard? I know that okay. he was going through a lot of. Only thing I really, re- all I remember was Ivan was a hothead. Okay, he always wanted to get his way, um, and if he didn't, he would, you know, stir the pot. Um, how so? He had some in, well, I mean, he just had, you know, he he thought his shit didn't stink, but none of them do at 20-something years old. So, you right. know, in looking back on it now, I mean, it's just immaturity, you know. I mean, it just, you know, he thought he hung the moon. I mean, but what uh-huh. 20-something-year-old guy didn't, so I can't really say that's anything bad. Um, did I hear kind of what happened a little bit on everybody's, you know, talking from people, but again, that's all hearsay and that's not any, but what did, what did you hear and from whom, you know, him stealing the ring off of Amy's finger after he shot her and still in the Corvette and everything, you know, and then driving, I think it was either Arkansas or Oklahoma. Uh, one of the two, I can't recall which one. Arkansas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Arkansas and getting caught and his new girlfriend has Amy's ring. Um, you know, but like I said, that's all gossip. I wasn't there. I don't really know what's truth and what's not. So, yeah, yeah, that's what that's what we're trying to find out. Um, and now, would you say that Ivan was a a pretty sharp guy though back then? Uh, when he or, wasn't on what, drugs, what? yes, absolutely. He didn't get to where he was not being sharp. No, when but then unfortunately, drugs came to play and. Ivan changed tremendously. Uh, How did you see the change in him? Well, he was already already zero to a hundred. Just like complaining. uh, Everything's everybody else's fault. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, but the poor guy was just going through so much, you know, so, you know, he was just down on his luck. Everything and, he and worked you, for just got ripped away from him. And was that because of the drugs, do you think? Or? Um, you know what? I did not know him well enough at that time, so I can't honestly say. I, I thought it was because of his ex, um, him, and an, him and his ex-wife. But I do not know. I never asked, you know. I was 19, 20 years old. 
I was sure. living my own life and I didn't, you know, I don't know. I really, um, so you never you know, saw him on drugs? What you say? Um, uh, have I ever seen him on drugs? There was a couple, I mean, I never really asked, but there was a couple of times I'm like, are you okay? You know, but I mean, that's again, assuming and assuming is never good for anybody. Well, so, what, what but, would you see him do that uh, would make you think that though? Uh, stumble and fall, uh, can't hold his eyes open. Just not well, all there. Yeah, I right. would try to talk to him and he couldn't hold a conversation, you know, but and then him quick to get really angry because um, he would he was very quick to get upset about you know just it, and sometimes it was just stupid stuff now Ivan was also fun loving too I mean I can remember good parts of Ivan too so you know when he got angry did you ever see him get violent hit anyone or oh no 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 no, I've never get only time I've ever seen him try to go after somebody was whenever he convinced us to buy Ranger tickets for a scalper game. And then the tickets that he bought weren't as good as he thought. And I remember him running after the guy, but it, there was nothing. He didn't catch him, you know, so I'm not, you know, I don't know. <laughs> That's about as okay. far as extent, but it wasn't, you know, he wasn't like a raven lunatic. I don't know. We figured out another plan. So it wasn't like a bad, it wasn't, I'm not going to say it doesn't warrant anything that anybody else wouldn't, you know, in their right mind after giving somebody X amount of dollars, really expensive tickets, you know. I wouldn't judge anything off of that. Do you ever know Ivan to be a drug dealer? I know he's admitted to being a drug user, but do you know anything about him being a drug dealer? No. Uh, no. However, you'll remember in Amy's statement to police, she stated that Ivan was involved in James' drug business, as did Chris. So I can only assume that she must have gotten that information from Chris. When this all happened, did it, did it make sense to you that, I mean, back then, I know that people after 20 years, people kind of made up their mind that it was Ivan, but back then, did that make sense to you that that's Ivan the first thing it? that my husband said whenever his, when James's mom called him, actually, no, it wasn't James's mom. It was Amy's mom found them. And then Amy's mom called my father-in-law because there was, they, I guess, had talked before in the past because she didn't know Chris's number. And then my father-in-law called us and we lived five minutes away and we jumped in the car and went over there for James's mom because James's mom and Chris was very close and she didn't speak a lot of English. So we went over there. And on our way over there, before we knew anything, Chris automatically said, Ivan. Out of all of my interviews, no one has ever told me Ivan was the first person they thought did it. Before anybody knew anything, just because of what had gone down between those three. 
So what had gone down between those three? And then once we heard kind of what had happened, you know, it is what it is. And so Ivan has reached out to you, but you never have uh, ever reached back? Uh, no, sir, and we will not. Sorry. Yeah. I know you're I trying know. to help them, but we know. I'm just trying to see if there's any other information out there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I totally respect that. Certainly a lot of evidence points, Ivan, there's, but there's certainly a couple head scratchers, and the last thing you want to have happen is somebody to be executed that that didn't do it. 100%. Um, 100%. Yeah. You're talking to somebody so, that doesn't believe in execution, so I'm not... Okay. No. 100%. I don't believe in that. I don't feel that anybody should be in control of anybody's life. I'm not other than our, our maker, so no, I'm not... No. I just... It's just crazy that this is reared its Still. head. Let's see. Now, did you also know a Carlos Gonzalez or Anthony Fonseca? Yes, I know both of them. And were they working with James at the time? No, none of them. I I do not recall any of them working with James with the mortgage company. But they were all kind of friends with James. Yes, they are all childhood friends. Yes, they all grew up. I mean, well, James and Chris grew up down the street from each other. They were childhood friends. And Anthony and... Yeah, so, I mean, yeah, they they knew each other from there. Um, And were you you aware, did it seem like uh, Carlos and Anthony were also involved with the drug business? Uh, I cannot, I, I do not know. I, I cannot, I do not know that information. Um, you know, that wasn't ever, never open conversation. It was something that you just knew and you, you know, I know, I don't think so, but I, again, I don't know who his business dealings were with. Well, thank you, Amy. Yeah. And, and be thinking if there's any other connections between any of the other guys or how those genes, how Ivan or any of the guys would have gotten a pair of that because it was, uh, yeah, it was from, from that manufacturer size 3432 Arizona brand. Um, and, uh, I'm wondering at the, during the time that Ivan was staying with you, would it have been a possibility? Did you ever keep those genes at the house and, Oh, yeah. I had a whole room full of these uh, for work purposes and everything else. So, I mean, I guess he could have got them there. And Chris, you know, I know my husband well enough to know he he get, you know, he tried to help Ivan by giving the shirt off of his back. So would that not surprise me? No. Did it bother me? No. If If he did, I just can't physically recall me saying, here you go, Ivan, here's a pair of jeans. So, I mean, I, I don't, I, I don't know. So there was an opportunity for Ivan to get his hands on these jeans, just like there would have been an opportunity for a lot of people to get their hands on these jeans. Amy was literally giving them away. But why Ivan would have taken the 34, 32 size jeans is still a head scratcher. As of now, these jeans are still a mystery.
and although Amy gave me her husband's number, Chris Head never returned my call. So exactly what happened between James, Ivan, and Chris Head is still a mystery also. And here's the other big mystery. And the reason I kept bringing up James' drug business. Well, actually, there's two reasons. If Ivan is innocent, you would have to figure the murders were drug-related. And secondly, you'll remember Chris said James would buy up to 50 pounds of marijuana at a time. And Chris had seen $20,000 laying around James' house. So the other big mystery is, what happened to all the drugs and cash? So is there anyone else that was very close with Amy or James at that time who, uh, good or bad for Ivan, may have some additional information? Yeah, um, other than Anthony Fonseca and the other gentleman that you mentioned, Gonzalez. Carlos. Yes, Carlos, I know that, you know, it was like a very tight group. James didn't trust a lot of people. James did not trust anybody um, because of what he did on his side, on the side. Um, So he kept everybody very, very close. I mean, you know, he did not allow a lot of people over to his house. That's one thing. And I know that Anthony... I know they I know they knew where he lived, but no, I mean it was a very close knit circle. Carlos and Anthony, you've heard their names continue to come up throughout this story. You've heard that Ivan, Ivan's mom Sylvia, Ivan's dad Abner, and even James' mom, Gladys, have expressed their suspicions. That Carlos and Anthony may have been involved in the murders. So, what do Carlos and Anthony have to say about what happened? Well, this is Carlos. You and Anthony, you guys were pretty much friends with Ivan before he got arrested and everything, too, or what? Well, yes, I met I met Ivan through uh, James, and so then we hit it off as you know friends and. James. I mean, he seemed like a, he was a really nice guy. My fact, right before the murder happened, I had just taken him on vacation with me to Jamaica. You know what I mean? And we and we all had a big vacation and my family, it was my wife and Anthony and his girl and James. I mean, not James, uh, Ivan and was it Tawny was there? Maybe Tawny was there. God, it's been so long. We're talking about years, two decades mm-hmm. ago. You know, and I know he was going through a, quite a bit of uh jealousy with James also because I don't know if you know the full story is no uh, tell me the tell me the full story the season two finale Carlos and Anthony will be coming in two weeks next time on Cousins by Blood you're a fan of the podcast, please give a five-star rating on iTunes. To find out more about the case and to see pictures, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Cousins by Blood Podcast.
If you have any information about this case, you can email me at CousinsByBloodPodcast at gmail.com. Mixing and Mastering by Jody Abbott. Thank you for listening, and stay tuned.